Tokyo Radio live number 96 tonight and 
I have just found an interesting problem. All of my background music is completely missing. So let me get that figured out. That's uh, that's an awesome way to start the the show. Uh, you're gonna listen to the absolutely awesome sound of my voice while I get this one figured out. But uh, yeah, let's let's hit up some flap frog or something. I guess this will be hmm pending. Everything I've got. Wow. Okay. This is this is great. So, um, yeah, I'm gonna just do without background music for the time being. This is gonna be real interesting because we never do this. But uh, it's a very special show this evening because I would like to welcome back to the show after a you know year long at least hiatus. DMJ. You know, it's been so yeah. long again. Welcome back to the show. As you guys can see, now that I'm back, I brought the void with me, and now you guys are just going to hear silence. Uh, silence with our voices DMJ, just echoing the, in the void. You need to fix Welcome this. Welcome to r slash backrooms. I, I didn't <laughs> ask for this, dude. There's, well, just nothing, there's just nothing but wind. What, yeah, what and is... also the extra-dimensional entity behind us, but it's okay. What He's actually... only here to harvest all souls, what is... so we'll be fine. Oh my goodness, what is that? Because I'm half-soulless. Beat the devil out of it. Uh, yeah. Actually, you know... Let, let me see if this one works. I need something to work here. <laughs> the extra dimensional demon is just really asking for those souls. So everybody, just submit. Yeah, submit and give up your soul. Uh huh. He is not controlling me. No, that's actually kind of concerning. All right, I've got some background music going now. We'll get that squared away later. But uh, actually, guys, can the void please be a little quiet while I do this? <laughs> Uh, yeah. Welcome back, uh, to the one and only Sean Sonic Mega Chiplock. It has been 46 episodes. The last time he was here was in 2016. It's good to have you back for a couple hours here. Welcome back. Thank you. I don't even remember what I did in 2016. Like, it feels like... You guys ever have those moments where you're just like, oh yeah, I was in middle school at some point, and you just... You you struggle to recall that that was a, a point in your life? I feel like... This happened... No joke, this happened to me, like, this week. Like, somebody played a song from when I was in, like, early high school, and then I get to be like, oh, I remember that band, and then I started listening to them again. Right. And I was just like, oh, I listened to that band. Like, <laughs> I, I cannot remember a period of my life where I did not know my wife. Like, I don't even... I don't mean, like, knowing her as my wife. I mean just knowing her as a person. Like, we've, Same. Been, we've been together less than a decade, and... It's weird to think that the majority of my life, for all intents and purposes, she just didn't exist. And I feel that's how 2016 or 2017 was for me. I don't remember what happened besides Genzokyo Radio. Genzokyo Radio happened, and then that was like a great transitional period. And then the the career stuff really picked up in 2017 between uh, ReZero and Breath of the Wild. And like ever since then, it's like, wait, I lived before 20. 15 2016 like what man no no you manifested straight up as an adult out of nowhere like those are false memories in dude i just i skipped being <laughs> 10 i just went straight to being 25 like 
<laughs> how I feel sometimes. Yeah. Don't make me feel that way. I, I want to remember childhood, at least the we good need, parts. We need to invent like a technological device like like the Nintendo Power Glove, where if you backhand a kid hard enough, they just instantly <laughs> double their age. <laughs> just be like, now what are you going to do about it, kid? You got to like, pay oh, taxes now. Thought you you got to deal with, you gotta spam deal on my with forums. existential crisis. Thought you were, you were going to link to gold farming sites in my forums, huh? Whoopow! Suddenly you've got student loans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the ultimate punishment. It is actually the worst weapon idea ever. It's just the one that makes you age. <laughs> I hope you know it's included what? in the next Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity. I hope, I hope that, that... Uh, Link gets a power glove that he can no. backhand no. enemies with. Well, I'm sorry, no. So now you have to voice the actions. No, here's here's my thought. It should be a weapon in Smash. And just imagine just smacking Kid Link, Toon Link or Kid Link and turning into Adult Link. And he's just like, what? Now I have the Master Sword. And be it's, like, reverse, reverse. Oh, you don't, you didn't know? That's actually, they, they dived into Ocarina of Time. They looked into the game files and found some, some files that never actually showed up in the final game. That's actually what happens is, is Young Link pulls out the Master Sword and that, that ticks off, uh, the, the sages and they all take turns slapping him so hard that it actually sends him seven years into the future. And then he screws up and he goes up further and now he's got student loan debt. He's got to yep. worry about a yep. 401k. Yep. He's, he's mowing lawns. Car payments. For... It, he suffers so much, my dude. <laughs> the alternate reality of, of Zelda, Zelda Lord just like grows up. This, and it's just all, this is all in his head. Like, yeah, all of, all of Zelda lore after Kid Lake is just a fantasy to him he's, he's actually Dude, just you know sitting out in it came Mon out Mon ranch like, shoveling is shoveling was, stuff in the bards it was such a surprise that it just left him speechless you know yeah left him utterly speechless you got it just just i'm so just like you know me. what you know what Sean, I'm glad you got to voice a character in Breath of the Wild because you did get to meet the legendary voice actor that voiced Link. Wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, obviously, we're going to talk a little bit more at length about uh, that whole thing because a lot has happened since the last time it's been around. <laughs> Uh, mm -hmm. like for context during live number 50 Sean referenced uh, some project thing that he was he had done work for and he said I can't talk about this but oh, like right. but like it's yeah. it's it's huge like and and then I think in the months after and after Sean had officially left GR as a staff member which we'll talk about a little bit later as well uh, you announced that you were voicing characters in a Zelda game, which, I mean, one, that never happens, and two, holy cow, an IP that, like, everyone recognizes, you yes. know? Yes, I, I even said as much on Twitter the other day. I was like, I've been playing Hyrule Warriors nonstop, the definitive edition to prepare for Age of Calamity. And the characters, they have emotes or emotes. They'll do like, <laughs> or like gasps or stuff like that. But every time there's text on screen, I keep expecting them to actually say the line because of Breath of the Wild and they don't. And it's throwing me for a loop. Hmm. So it, even now, like you mentioned, the first voice Zelda game, it I still have not fully processed that Breath of the Wild is the first officially canon-voiced Zelda game as a first-party 
console release day type. It's it's surreal. It's surreal. Now, now what you need to do is I want you to go back, find the CDI Zeldas, and do all the voices for that. My all boy, of them. this piece <laughs> is what all true warriors strive for. Great, I'll grab my stuff. Which, by the way, for the longest time, I thought when he said that line, he was saying, I'll grab my staff, like a staff of power. I didn't realize that he was saying stuff, but saying it so weirdly that it sounded different. Great, I'll grab my stuff. Hmm. Yeah, I know. Like, back then, CDI was just... Not only was just the audio quality of everything terrible, but also it was just like... Everybody really just overdid their their stuff on the CDI right. Zelda's. Like every line, every animation, it's like it was it was a fever dream. Only Cherno can defeat the fairies of evil. Oh, we had Cherno Day recently, didn't we? We did. Yeah. In fact, yeah, it was just a few <laughs> days ago, really. Uh, it's one of the channels we have available in our server, which, by the way, since I haven't mentioned it yet, we have a Discord server. You can join us at discord.gg gr. That's literally just two letters. Enter those in afterwards, and you're good to go. That is our invite link publicly. Join now. Uh, you've got all, all our listeners in there. Of course, all of us are there as well, and it's going to be... A fun almost two hours. We're a little bit into the show at this point, obviously. But yeah, uh, come join the fun. Yeah, boy. We've got a lot on the document for tonight. Obviously, we're going to cover our usual fair music, games, Toho, that stuff. But we've also got Sean here as well. And we've got a lot of catching up to do, I think. So Yes. Oh, yeah. We're going to get into that a little bit <clears throat> later. Uh, before that, though... We'll jump into a couple songs, get our background music squared away so that that doesn't happen again, and uh, yeah, kind of go from there. So first couple songs here, we've got something from Tama Onsen, after that is something from Violet Delta, and it's going to be a good one. Stick around here for Gensokyo Radio Live number 96. Oh, no. 
We're here on Gensoki Radio Live number 96 tonight. We've got a great cast for you. We've got our regular staff folks. I am Lunar here, along with DMJ, Nano, and Zara and Puzzle, but also Sean, of course. I love this. We have Nano, Zara, Puzzle, and Sean. <laughs> yeah. You know. He ran out of steam when he got there, okay? Murder, it's, arson, and jaywalking, name edition. It's it's going <laughs> out for, for me, it's going out of order and then remembering who I missed. Yeah. But, uh... Dude, yeah. I cannot tell you how many times in my life, like, a, a group of at least five people that I'm a part of goes to a restaurant, and I am the only person whose meal they forget. Hmm. It's like the uh, ATF is the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, <gasps> and Explosives. <laughs> yeah. People forget that last one. That last one's important. Yeah. Dang. All right. But uh, we've got some usual fare to go through. Uh, you know, if for anyone who is, like, new to the station, doesn't normally listen, uh, first and foremost... I know these are often addressed as podcasts, and that's true in the sense that about a week from now, they will be made available on our website at gensokiradio.net, and you could listen to it whenever. But right now, it's a live broadcast. We're doing this live, and if that wasn't evident by the fact that, oh, whoops, uh, those files are no longer on this hard drive, therefore they won't play for the show in our first break, if you were here. Uh, yeah, we just have to go with it because it's live. So... Uh, it's fun. <laughs> yeah. That's spice. That that all said, though, you know, we obviously we're playing a, a huge variety of music. We're trying to get a little bit of everything in tonight just for those folks that might be new or unfamiliar with the type of music that is the giant collection of fan-made uh, music from the Toho Project series of games. So... Yeah, we got that going on. You know, speaking of music, we talked a little bit last month about something kind of important. Uh, we've got Google Play Music that's kind of shutting down. We already talked about this quite a bit during our last show, so we're only going to kind of rehash it here. Um, but if you have any music that you purchased through Google Play or digitally, just remember you've got a limited amount of time to download that, or really any music on Google Play. It doesn't have to be Toe Music, of course. Uh, and I guess as DMJ's dad discovered last month, some music won't transfer to what the, uh, they're, they're pushing as their new platform. Everyone should go from Google Play Music to YouTube Music. There are a lot of stipulations with that. Like, for example, people have already discovered that in between your own music that you might have played on Google Play, it is your own music. You've, like, actually paid for it the same way that you'd pay for something on iTunes or wherever. Uh, ads might run in between your own music, even though you've bought we've it. Gone, yeah. We've gone from Google Play to Google, please. Yeah, exactly. Well, like, and the worst part about it is, like, if you want to get rid of the ads, you have to get another subscription. You have to get YouTube Premium mm -hmm. to get rid of those ads, which well, is, like, please. it's it's so is dumb. It, isn't this just like how, like, Disney Plus charged people to watch Mulan, even yep. though they're already paying for the service in the first place? Yep. Did they yep, actually it, do that? Yeah, you, they did. Could you imagine if Gensokyo Radio... And it's 30 Radio, bucks, too. It's dumb. Is it's it, a dumb like, price. This I wonder, is like if Gensokyo Radio hey, charged people. Hey, we gotta pay for the camp somehow. Well, so... I, to play devil's advocate, right? And that, that's I know it's dangerous to go around to do so. Um, since 
it's not showing in theaters. And if you were, say, running, a, had a family of four people, right, that would be about the same price as a family of four. Right. I think is the reasoning. Yeah, and I was just going to uh, mention that, like, if theater sales aren't a thing, how are they going to make that out? Like, uh, if, if you don't you have do, box office, then yeah. Yeah, but you do, I think, require to have Disney Plus subscribe, and then it's thirty dollars on top of that. This is the equivalent of like if Gensokyo Radio like asked you for twenty dollars a year to access the site, and then you had to pay a dollar for each song that you wanted to play. Ugh. But, but in all seriousness, I mean, who, who is actually watching Mulan? From all the reviews I've seen, it's... Well, it doesn't have Eddie Murphy, so... I exactly. Mean, well, I have a here, very small bar to breach now. You can't before. hold a candle to the animated. Let's put it that way. Dude, ever like, since... Put, ever since they kowtowed to the Chinese human rights violations, I was, I was just like, about nope, to say that. nope. <laughs> And in fact, I'm, just the that I'm never going to watch this movie they, because I've met up objections with it. They heavily modified it in order to meet demands of the Chinese media companies so that it would broadcast in China. But because of how bad the backlash across the world was for them doing that, China banned it anyway. So wow. they did all this extra work just so that it would be approved in China and it didn't matter. That's, <laughs> there's a certain level of irony there. There is. Now, with the Google Play Music thing, from my understanding, because the way, at least from my dad's um, experiences, as of right now, the music that you have purchased, um, they're giving you credit for, but it all depends on whether or not... I, I don't know when, the, when they will pay out, because they're also still saying, like, they're in negotiation with some artists... Um, like in, um, uh, more in particular, I know ACDC, some songs don't, are not on there or not fully on there. Like the, like I know so the originals are, might be on there, but not of the remasters. Mm -hmm. So like they're discuss, they're like in active discussion. Can I, can I, can I get my credit in the form of Chuck E. Cheese tokens so that I can sell them at a premium to kids born in 2010 and convince them it was an old Sacagawea coin? Yeah. <laughs> You know what? Wow. What happened? No, Yo, you can do. You know what though? You could totally trick a ten-year-old into buying uh, gems that are actually just those rocks they put in plants. Why trick a ten-year-old when I can just steal his allowance? <laughs> hey, Ken, yeah. give me your lunch money. Give me your lunch money. Listen, listen. Why? That I'm is, 25. That is the state of the economy in 2021. <laughs> it's right. just yeah. everyone's going around looting 10-year-old kids. And 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 the rule the rules of the road are, you know, you got to loot them first before someone else does. Every man in for my, themselves. In my mind, I personally just want it to be round one cards so I can start taking everybody's points and just go to uh, round one. My, do not mention round one to me. My wife and I have made an utter killing on the Wizard of Oz coin launcher game or whatever it is, the coin drop game. You have follow no the yellow idea. brick road. Follow the yellow brick no, road. No. Follow, 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 the follow, follow game. the yellow brick road. The, the piano game. That is how I got. And also, I have figured out how to choose almost every single one of those claw machines. I see someone someone in the chat is saying slap it out of the 10-year-olds like a Yakuza game. See, we've already got we've already got use for that power glove I mentioned earlier. No. Backhand them and all, it, and all the money drops out. If you need practice, Scott Pilgrim's coming out on Switch later this year. Yes. So Okay. Uh DMJ, the next time we go to Japan, you're coming with me for the fall games. 
<laughs> yeah, I will. I will totally like. It's all about wedging it like in between like the little fingers of the little thing they put the put the animal in, and then like you you just nudge it. It's it takes it takes like maybe three or four tries, but you can do it. And yeah. I have been very profitable. It's like it's Wario. It's like they, Wario they, World, but with preteens. Yeah, they use the same exact uh, machines in Japan, but it's like maybe like 10 to 20% of the population who actually play those out of the people who actually play those games. So you get it on the first strike, like every single time. I'm just saying, I'm just saying. It's rather, it's rather easy to cheese those claw machines, people. Oh, dude. Heck, I even had an employee tell me, he's like, oh, you figured it out too. So it's like, I, they know. I will never forget. I've, I've done, I've had both good and bad experiences. The bad experience was when I wasted $80 trying to get a beach towel that we now use <laughs> as a, as a dirty dish drying rack <laughs> rag. Um, because I was committed, okay? But on the other hand, there was one of those claw machines that had like the super cheap like key ring charms or whatever they were. Um, or rather the, the motive machine was, it was the key ring that you just had to close the claw around. But instead of closing the claw around the... Um, uh, uh, the rings, I positioned it so that when it dropped down behind this giant mountain, it pushed the entire front side of the mountain into the redemption box. I watched as, it, literally, it, it caved over, and I watched like 30 of these things all <laughs> fall into the prize box. I ended up having to give them out to friends because what am I gonna do with 30 copies of Aqua from Love Live? Like... <laughs> It, it was ridiculous how many of them I won. It was it was like that that meme image of, you know, uh, how can I hold all of these limes? But it was Japanese <laughs> idol merch instead. That's awesome. Uh, so, yeah. Yo, yeah. So Google, Google, Google Play Music, gone. Yeah. YouTube Music is the new thing. Yeah. Bad. And we're going to, well, yeah. We're going to reel it back into music a little bit here because... On the heels of YouTube Music, uh, we also have a well-known circle, Felt, that announced last month that they will be retiring, and that sigh is, is a heavy one from DMJ, I think. Uh, yeah, they've been a staple forever, long time staple. Yeah. So what they're doing right now is they're uploading one song every day to their official YouTube channel. And I mentioned last month, well, you know, with the whole YouTube Music thing, I wonder how that's going to go over, you know, will Feld still make anything for their own work or will some third party organization claim, you know, put a claim on their video or whatever. Uh, so far, so good. Actually, it doesn't look like they're having any issues and hopefully it stays that way. But yeah, so if you're looking for any Felt songs, actually, like we don't often say this, but their official YouTube channel will have a lot of their music available. So you can check yeah. that out. Uh, we actually, we, we do have a link that we'll share with folks in our general chat. And you can go check them out after the show. Uh, so preferably sure. after the show. Um, yeah, preferably. Puzzle also wants to talk about a particular artist collaborating with a new VTuber because apparently Puzzle likes VTubers. And while it's not normally <laughs> our uh, our normal topic of discussion, he, uh, yeah, go for it, Puzzle. What do you got? Okay, so quick story time. Um, so this morning at like 4 a.m., I woke up to watch uh, the first of uh, the introductions to Hololive English, if any of you've heard of that. Um, basically, Hololive, big VTuber group. Uh, they're re they're uh, introducing uh, English VTubers now. 
And their first one, um, Mori Kalelepi is a reaper and uh, she's a really good rapper. And in fact, so she did like um, a rap, she made like a rap song. And then after the rap song, which I do have uh, uh, in music, she said, oh, I worked with um, Tama Koro, Koro Beats of Tama Onsen. Yep. And I, my, I was blown away. I was like, excuse me? Like, and then I'm like thinking about back to it and I'm like, yo, those beats did sound, you know, very close to like what Tama Onsen yeah. comes out with. And if you don't know what Tama Onsen sounds like, you heard Tama Onsen as the first song in our two song break there, the, the, uh, from the New Line EP. It was the very rap song or rap sounding song. Um, they do a lot of just really cool sounding stuff and a lot of stuff that just sounds different even compared to other fan works. So they're well, they do do uh, they do do some English work under the um, under the circle of tiny planets. It's mm. not really like it's not really um, not a lot of it is Toho based, so it doesn't show up here. But yeah. just saying, it, they do do stuff. But yeah, the uh, song is called uh, Excuse My Rudeness, But Could You Rest In Peace, or R.I.P. And uh, she actually is going to drop an EP with that song on it uh, next week called Dead Beats. So yeah, the album is Dead Beats. Uh, like I said, I have the I have the link in, uh, music in the music channel in our Discord, so if you want to check it out, go ahead. But yeah, that's all I got to say on that. All right. Sounds good. Cool. Thanks for that puzzle. Uh, we'll probably hop into a couple more things before we begin to ask the real questions. Uh, the real questions. I'm not real, actually. The uh, <laughs> they recorded all of this three years in advance when they realized ah. I might not be able to make it. Yes, the Shawbot. No, um, the real. We still have Shawbot. I'm, I'm pulling. I'm pulling from a script right now, but the program isn't pizza, so occasionally there will be some lapses in my language as I do my best to respond. Wait, the program is pizza? Nobody told me I could eat this thing. Wait, it's, it's pizza. No one told me about You're pizza. You're supposed to know. Always has. Okay, sorry, these are pepperonis. Sorry, Wait, these are pepperonis. This isn't a font. What is okay, this? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Sorry, Sean. I'm eating after this. Ah, uh, right. Of course, of course, I'm a robot. How else do you think I could be in Breath of the Wild and Persona Five and ReZero and all this other stuff at the same time? Yeah, no. don't you know? Voice actors' souls are just stored in the game. They, like, they fired. <laughs> they fired all English voice actors after the Great Sub versus Dub War of 2017 and replace them all with Microsoft SAM uh, uh, upgrades that do yeah, their best. Yeah, the, the right. only actual living voice actors are Nolan North. Yep. <laughs> yep. Nolan, Nolan North actually stabbed everybody so that there wouldn't be any competition, but thanks to the miracle of scientific advancement, we were able to have our consciousnesses uploaded to the cloud. Um, and so, you know, they can either like directly purchase a license to use our voice if they need us for a character, or they'll just record, uh, the, the chaos of all the voices fighting for each other if they need background audience noises. Yo, this is some existential stuff right here. It's like, it's like the composer from Halo, but instead of you being stored in like a planet and your souls are just screaming for eternity, it's like, you're just stored on a cloud server. Yeah. <laughs> But it's also the cloud servers also in Hades, and it's like that scene from Hercules where he's swimming through the Sea of Souls. 
I am, I am, I am, uh, what do they call it? Oh, Microsoft Sean. Yes. <laughs> Microsoft Sean. Yeah. It's okay. He, <laughs> in fact, I'm the easiest program to purchase because I actually don't take PayPal payments. You just have to ship a can of steak and potato soup to the owners of the company. Yeah, that's uh -huh. how, that's how that goes. Uh, you, you really, you know, I have, I have Microsoft Sean here. Oh, do I not have Sean here? You're listening to Gensokyo Radio. I'm trapped. Someone, please help me. I can't be free until every song has been played at least five times. Don't hit pause. My life depends on it. It's <laughs> pretty good. It's pretty good. Uh, nah, the... <laughs> Sean, just... You know, fair word. Like, I did this for everyone. This isn't just you. But, like, back in 2013, I put together a massive compilation of just, like, random voice clips. So I can do stuff like... Gensokyo Radio. We cross lines. <laughs> and then... And then after the show, we do lines. Which is how we come up with the next Gensokyo Radio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we... <laughs> We built a comprehensive library of just so it's, dumb it's things. Like to reiterate, like there's stuff of me, DMJ, Nano, like yeah. Zara gets left out and because he's the newest member and we don't have a whole lot of yeah. I stopped doing that back then. But yeah, I still have that. In <laughs> Tokyo Radio, our favorite circles are the ones our discussions end up going in. Yep. Pretty much. Uh speaking of circles, we've got a couple more. Uh, coming your way, we'll get into these, we'll do countries and listeners after that, and then we'll start, like I said, talking about some actual topic-related stuff. So, uh, on that note, here's something from my cause, and after that, something from Shibion Records. And we'll be right back here in about 10 minutes or so in Good Security Live number 96.
Here in Gensoki Radio Live number 96 tonight. It is September 12th, 2020. And we've got the much awaited countries and listeners on the way here. 
Uh, so I'm going to give this a quick refresh. Again, if you're not here with us already, we've got a partner Discord server at discord.gg gr, and you should definitely join us over there if you are able. You don't even need an app or a program. You can do this in your web browser. That's literally a URL, discord.gg gr. That's it. All right, countries and listeners. Right now we've got a pretty decent collection of folks from a bunch of different countries, including Argentina, Austria, Brazil, Canada, Finland, France, Germany, Hungary, Japan, Norway, Peru, Russia, Sweden, the UK, and the US. And then for listeners, at least the ones that have bothered to sign in and get their account associated and all that good stuff, we've got Arani, Cougar Duke, Felipe, Flat Bartender, HTF, Hakadia, Meme Slayer, Mr. Green, RKD, Raxi, Sue Tempest, Sesmog, Zas2, Can't Find Remote, Chris1, General Coolman, Hazuzumi is listening, Karanto B, Amarian, Math for Origami, Wuman, and Lumi. And everyone else out there, thank you very much for listening this evening. So, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> we got to said, like, when you said the full date of today, the first thought that came into my mind was, I don't care what Chinese calendar uh, animal it is for 2020. 2020 is the year of the burning dumpster behind a Waffle House. <clears throat> I think it's the year... Is it the year of the rat? Or I think it's the year of the horse. Uh, I'm going to turn out to be totally wrong. Yeah, couldn't tell <laughs> yes, because 2020 is the year of the rat. I was right. Ah, I had it right. Okay. I'm a god. Q2 clinking giant rats. Why though? Oh, yes, this, I remember. I remember. We were joking about the. We were making plague jokes at the beginning of 2020, year of the rat buddies. Apparently, apparently, there's also elements assigned to each year. So this year is actually the year of metal rat. Metal so, rat. All you fan artists out there who have ever wanted to depict a a sewer rat just totally shredding it on a homemade guitar out of a, a toothpick and several strings, now is your chance. No, my mind just immediately went to like the desert, like burnt out, like all the buildings are in the world are destroyed. It's just a guy driving around on a souped up dupe buggy named a rat. And he's just got like metal gear on. And then he's got, he's just got, he's just going around and he's just wreaking havoc with his gang of other people named Rat. The rats all go to, the rats all go to Burning Man this year, except Burning Man is just a, a, a stray cat's cardboard box that they lit on fire using matches they found on the street. Technically, Burning Man is just the entirety of this, this year. It's just this is this is just a giant Burning Man at this point. Didn't they make like a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles episode of Metal Rat? I feel like that would be a thing. Okay, Zara. Didn't know you spoke I'm, German. I don't. I don't remember, but I think there might have been an episode where they had to fight a mechanical like robot clone of Shred of a uh, Shredder. Or not Shredder. That's just what I'm thinking when I hear I, uh, Metal Mouse, or Metal Rat, just Mouse Tank? Mouse Tank. All right. All right, but we got something, we got things to get through. We got things to get through and only about an hour to do it in, so (laughs) let's get to it. Uh, yeah, got a huge list of things here. Uh, (laughs) who is Sean? Where'd you come from? 
who are you again? Why are you here? Oh, God, it is way too early in the weekend for me to be answering these <laughs> questions. Avoid. Uh, so when my mom and my dad were still in love with uh, each okay. other. No, 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 no. Oh. Different, no, here, here, specifically in the context of the show and and this and this website. Man, Sean, how <laughs> eager. <laughs> if I could, if I had a nickel for every time an interview with me start with people going, so Sean, question for you, why? <laughs> Just why? Um, so, so what is the question like? How did I end up here? Like, who am I no, as a no, person? That's, that, that really is kind of the meme question. Um, so, <laughs> you were, we're going to jump into a little, okay, chronologically we're going to jump around a little bit, but... Let's start with GR. Like, we knew you first and foremost, not as a voice actor, but as a fan of the station. For those of you who don't know, way back in 2012, uh, I had the opportunity to meet Sean in person for the first time, and he was just, hey, it's Lunar, the person who does that radio station thing that I listen to. Uh, Hi, Lunar, I am an aspiring voice actor. That's basically your intro from 2012. Right. Because, like, one of the most notable things that you had done back then was, like, winning AX Idol in 2009. That's correct. And then, yeah. of course, you have a bunch of other uh, games and fandom-type stuff in between that, but... You know, what's really interesting is it, it doesn't... I, when I think back on those years, it wasn't a one-time thing. It's almost like between 2012 and 2015 was what I call like the passion period era um, because I had just moved out I didn't have enough of the industry connections to where I had a regular work schedule like ne recently I've been recording every single weekday for the last two months straight but back then it was maybe like two or three times a month tops so it almost seems like without realizing it I started going around and like trying to get involved professionally but politely with the things that I was passionate about. So whether it was me reaching out and saying, hey, I'm an aspiring voice actor, I wanna see if I can help out with um, you know, interstitials with the radio program, or Salty Bet was another really big one where I, I did a lot of parody songs and I told, I asked to help out with doing place your bet notifications because I was sick and tired of always missing the betting window by being off tab when the counter was going down. So. It, it, it does seem like it was very in line with me to be like, hey, this is a thing that I enjoy and I want to see if I can take my skill set or my hobbies and contribute them to help make this thing better for everybody, not just myself. Yeah, you mentioned singing and you're going to make me jump around a lot if, if we go on like this. But uh, I know like voice work is your primary bit but you have done quite a bit of singing whether it's just like a for fun thing like for salty bed or whatever or like right. back in the day when undertale was a thing i recall distinctly the one like i mean the, the one the only the one the only. Makes a mixtape. yeah that one <sighs> the classic it's like i still remember it like obviously because it's got a catchy tune but also because like you yeah holy cow that one holy <laughs> that brings me back chat chats chat we're on like a, a 30 second delay so chess can be like what the, why the hell is he posting this oh okay that, yeah that's how it goes um <sighs> but what role if any does singing take in what you do like present day it doesn't it like doesn't. uh i I sing when I am asked to, but I generally don't offer it just because I always feel like, 
I don't know what my singing range is. Like, I have hit opera falsetto when singing along to Toho songs in the car. I can do, uh, I believe bass is less deep than baritone. Is that correct? Correct. Um, yep. So, so I believe I can hit most bass, but I can't hit the main notes that lead singers are expected to hit. And I can't... My range is this weird middle ground, so I, I haven't been in practice enough to fully understand my range and, and what songs I can sing on note the entire time. So it's this constant ebb and flow of, I'm capable of pulling it off, but I don't know how, why, or when. That's same here. Because <laughs> I can do the techniques. I don't know if I'm doing them right, but man, I'll try. Like, I can do goblinoids. Right? I do goblinoid high nasally stuff all day, every day. But as soon as you tell me to do a low, it sounds like, you know, I'm trying to do a whisper. Right. So, like, it's so strange. But, like, 90% of singing is confidence. That's all it is. Yeah. It's just yeah. When I'm when I'm in the car, when I'm in the car singing along to Battlefield of uh, Hanahazama, uh, Hana you know, I'll be like... You know, I'll be hitting all those notes perfectly. But then when someone's like, all right, you're in front of the mic. This is for an official production. Go. <laughs> Same. Oh, my gosh. You literally just described me because somebody could see like, hey, can you do that screaming part in Doom from Doom from IMJ Kill? Like, if I could do it in the car, I can't do it in front of you. Like, I could nail that all day, every day in the car. But as yeah, soon that, as that, I get that, up in what, Whatever just door, happened in the background, it. that was me singing. <laughs> <laughs> That's me trying to like, do a whistle scream and hurting myself. Who brought a horse in the studio? <laughs> All right. Uh, so speaking speaking of studios, uh, I found an interesting thing uh, this morning when I was kind of poking around at history stuff. And since we're in the age of do everything at home or do as much at home as you can, like in your case, doing voice work from home is an interesting thing. And DMJ mentioned earlier that you posted a sign for your neighbors to just reassure them, be like, hey, I'm not actually dying. This is a voice thing, all right? I'm, I'm fine. We're in this we're in this magical position where if you give me 30 seconds, I can take a photo. I can just turn my body to the left, take a photo, go into Discord. I love technology. I love technology so much. And I, I will know. post... And by the time I actually get around to posting it, they'll be like, checking general. I will post that sign. This is the sign that got me like 15,000 retweets on Twitter. I'm surprised it wasn't picked up like by ABC News <laughs> or like, because that's like quintessential COVID-19 quarantine. I, I don't um, know like, what was... Go ahead, go ahead. Like, that's quintessential COVID-19 quarantine, like, stuff right there. I like, don't know what was funnier. Uh, the fact that I had to be like, yeah, I've had to do this before. This is a very real thing. I don't want the cops called on me. Or the sheer number of original comedians who quote retweeted it going, ha ha ha, that's what a murderer would put out before they actually murdered somebody. <laughs> <laughs> I think out of, like... Out of like 3,000 or out of like 300 quote retweets, at least 150 of them were some variation of, hmm, suspicious murder. Yeah. yeah. Watson is on the that case. Was, see, that was, my, that was my thought too when, when I saw that. I was like, well, you know, one of his neighbors are probably suspicious. 
one thing that I really enjoyed, I really enjoyed when people were like, I don't understand why you put killed and murdered as if they're not the same thing. And I went, actually, actually, actually when, it comes, when it comes to voiceover, <laughs> being killed versus being murdered is a very different vocal requirement. Yeah. So. Hmm. Very different. Like, one, one probably involves a lot more screaming and fighting back. Yes. Oh, or pleading. Yeah, pleading. So, so to to an engineer, if you give them a noise of being killed versus being murdered, they may ask you to do a, a repeat take because they didn't get what they wanted. So the slash is there for a reason. Yeah, even legally, they're two different things. <laughs> being 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 killed versus being murdered. Being killed is never getting Mega Man Legends three in the first place. Being murdered is having them announce it and then cancel it. <laughs> yeah. Dang. You know what? Yeah. That's it do be like that though. So eleven years ago, uh, there was an article written, uh, and Sean, you were quoted as saying, and maybe you know what I'm gonna say, but my computer serves as both the medium in which I audition for fandoms and projects and recorded the lines for said projects. Thank God for patient homemates who've had to put up with so many hours of loud noises and silly voices. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the sheer number of times when I was doing stuff for the Final Fantasy IX fan dub where a Steiner went, PRINCESS! <laughs> and my homemates would be like, Is that the one? I think that one was good. Can you please stop? <laughs> they were so supportive, but so annoyed with me. <laughs> but here's the best part. Since we mentioned Crystal Chronicles, one of the characters I voice in Crystal Chronicles Remaster is Nokfelna, who previously was only just a side quest NPC, but you can have him on your party now uh, if you get his memory oh, crystal. No. And he's one of the Lilty Warriors. And he, he talks like this, you know, maybe if, you know, people would do their jobs, I wouldn't have to patrol the town as often. So, turns out, joke's on you, Steiner's in Final Fantasy after all. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> And it's literally the character who's going, PRINCESS! That's pretty good. <laughs> for those of you for those of you not in the know, Nakfelna's role in Crystal Chronicles is the princess runs off on her own because she wants to explore more of the world, and Nakfelna's constantly chasing after her, trying to convince her to come back and do her duties as the princess. He is literally the guy running around shouting princess looking for her. <laughs> So there's the, the next section here, which goes back to the whole working at home thing. Quote, and, and again, this was back in 2009, so quote, But perhaps even more interesting is how we prepare the room for sound quality beforehand, which involves several blankets, a bathroom rug, and using my Nintendo Wii as a paperweight. It's a spectacle behold, to behold, I assure you. Yep. So yep. my question now is, do you still use, you know, things like that arcade towel? For your, I or have you actually upgraded? I have gone. I have gone full try hard at this point. There, there you go. Um, because and it was out of necessity. Yeah. And I'm almost. I'm almost glad that it happened during this pandemic because it was. It was one of those cases where. And I'm gonna try not to drag on too long. But the basic gist was the first month after the pandemic, stay at home order started. Um, there was no work whatsoever, and I mean, there was so much no work that in one month, I logged more hours on Animal Crossing New Horizons than I did entirely on Smash Ultimate since it came out. 
I outpaced Smash Ultimate in one month on Animal Crossing. But you know what though? You're not you're not the only one. Once once clients started asking for our our information about our home setups, uh, now for the longest time I had still been using the blue Yeti microphone with the reverb filter in the closet. But now is at the point where all these all these intense roles that I normally would come into the studio to do, they were now asking me to do it from home. And you have you can only do so much about background noise. Excuse me, before it renders audio unusable. So it got to that point where every time we do a tech test, they'd be like, I'm still hearing some stuff in the background. I'm hearing this very obvious hum. I'm hearing the fan noise from your computer. Mm-hmm. What can you do to fix that? Yeah. And I, I, there's an article that I posted. Um, I'm going to see, I think it's called Cosmic Cod. Cosmic Cod something. There's an article that I did. Oh, creating during COVID. Yes, I'll post this in general for people who want to see. Um, but I basically broke down all of the purchases that I ended up having to make for this new setup. So my old setup was about, I'd say the grand total of pricing was about $400 uh, uh, overall. This new setup is closer to three grand. And that's still, that's most of that is just because I did, I got a microphone that was $300 instead of something like a Neumann that's Mm -hmm, $3,000. But we we went the full the the biggest part of this was that the an entire room i took an entire room and covered it wall to wall ceiling included in acoustic foam hand i i i hand glued them to presentation boards and then command stripped velcroed the boards to the walls in sets of six panels um and so that entire room is now a makeshift recording booth and there's an official stand i've got an external monitor i do all the recording on the laptop now uh, it looks pretty freaking professional, all all things considered. I'll see if, uh, while you're asking the next question, if I can find the photos that I sent to a client and um, and and share them in general as well. Sure. <clears throat> so let's let's step back a little bit. I think we skipped over this a little bit, but uh, just to give people a better sense of the history, uh, we've already kind of mentioned Sean. You know, I met him in 2012. He started appearing on Gensoki Radio live shows when we started doing them back in the day in 2013. Uh, do you just, and I'm just based, this is basically just guessing, throw out a number. Do you have any idea of like what episode that would have been? Like what number? 2013? Yeah. If episode 50 was in 2016. Yep. Um, five, seven. Very close. Eight. Oh, dang. Yeah. So live number five, I th- I'm pretty sure I was still trying to figure out why people were saying that my, my desktop Plantronics microphone is too quiet and I couldn't do anything about it. I And up to that point, really, I just like there was no microphone that I had found before then that was was adequate for the shows. So after meeting Sean and realizing that he used a Blue Yeti for a lot of things, I picked one up and it was amazing and I still have it sitting behind me actually it's not yeah, the one I use I'm, now I'm but. using it right now I have a spare blue yeti that sat in a box for three years I'm yeah. using it right now for this interview the yeah, thing that people need to understand is when it comes to good sound quality for like podcasting or streaming or stuff like that mm-hmm. there it's a solid option yeah. but once you get into like official broadcast stuff engineers hate this microphone so much any any good microphone that you're going to use for like 
like television broadcast or video game programs uh, is going to be XLR. There's There just yep. comes a point where USB microphones remove... Uh, in the in the interest of simplicity and convenience, a USB microphone ends up uh, uh, cutting out a lot of mechanics and features that help produce a crystal clear quality that you need from an XLR microphone. So there is a limit to what they can do. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, that's uh, why I've always like said that the the Behringer deal with the the XLR inputs are yep. like the well, great ninety bucks. You get three of them. But I, but I will tell people who are interested in getting to VO, uh, the equipment does not matter nearly as much as the environment. You can have a $5,000, you know, German-engineered microphone, but if your recording space is garbage, nothing you record is going to be usable because of the reverb or the echo or stuff like that. That's how I got away with using a Blue Yeti for so long when I honestly should have upgraded it years ago was because the recording space was good enough that the audio was still usable. It wasn't great, but it was usable, and that often was enough to get the job done. $5,000 was instead spent on the sound dampening all over the walls. No, no, it's spent on, on the body pillows of all the characters that I play. Oh, perfect. Oh, oh, how awkward. <laughs> all right, a couple more here. How many Stage 5 episodes? You remember Stage 5, right? Of course I do. How many? Stage, ep- how, how many Stage 5 episodes? is where all the memes happen. Exactly. Do you remember how many episodes there were? Twenty-three. Twenty-three stage five episodes. We only did three stage five episodes. <laughs> no, that's what I. That's what I said. Two to three. I said two to three. Okay. <laughs> I. Okay. You know, it's like I, I was. Gonna... I was doing my CDI impression. I was like, I think there were twenty-three. Okay. <laughs> I'll take that. Fine. And then, yeah, we've already established that. Uh, but yeah, what, what what was your role? I guess let's just you know what, what what did you actually do at GR, if anything? I was just myself, which is honestly the worst thing you could have unleashed upon anybody listening to that show. <laughs> well, it's it's interesting because when I came in, Sean was the one that popped my bubble and got me like actually into doing the podcast because I was like terrified day one when I came in, and then there was Sean that showed up and just like. I'm just gonna be Sean and make this guy feel yeah. insanely awkward. Sean, like, Sean was on the show before DMJ was. Yeah, and, interestingly enough, and I remember the first day that DMJ came on the show, or like while we were prepping, and he, I asked him, you know, should I just call you DMJ or what should I say? And and your response was, you can call me Shirley. I don't care. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Call me Shirley. I don't care. Uh, like I was so so timid at that point. Now I'm just like, yo, I'm like, I'm here. I'm just an entity yep. living. Yep. You guys want to see me crush this man's spirit in six words? Do it. Uh-oh. I liked you better back then. <laughs> Oof. I'm kidding. Oof. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Dang. I'm kidding. Me too. Me I'm too. Throwing that out. <laughs> Hey, you know, it's it's always nice to look back at the past. Yeah. Uh, and speaking of... It's always nice to look back through uh, the reticle of a nuke launcher. Um, <laughs> Since you mentioned that, Sean, and I guess now's as good a time as any to mention it, uh, one of the ways that you can help support the station these days is we've put together a behind-the-scenes CD. 
uh, of a bunch of the old clips. It, it includes material from live shows between like live number 15 and live number 53 and all the stage five episodes plus some like bonus original stuff in there is that the one on Bandcamp? it is uh what's the price of it uh eight it, bucks it, it well if you want the physical cd it's eight bucks but if... all right i'm giving out five copies right now oh okay, okay. well there you go um we have a giveaways channel i can i can activate that and we can yes. give these out if you want Yes. All right. And then just notify me of the winners. Sweet. We'll do it that way then. Um, cool. I think this is actually a good break point. We're going to jump into a couple more songs here and then uh, continue on with the rest of the stuff that we're going to talk about. So let's do that. If you aren't already in Discord again, this is how you're going to get a hold of these copies. Discord.gg slash GR. It's going to be a giveaways channel. It's not open yet. I'm going to open it up just after this and uh, we'll get those copies out to folks. And thank you very much, Sean. That's that's pretty cool. Yeah, of course. All right. We'll jump into the first song here. So something from Muon Kagura, another circle that we don't usually play on here. And after that, something from Dat File Records. It's going to soak your video live number 96. I'm not going to be 
Welcome to Soki Radio Live number 96. Tonight, we are back here, joined with Sean Chiplock, the Sonic Mega Man, as it were. The Birdman, some would say. Hell yeah. You know, we never we, we never really put this out, and this, this will work nicely back into talking about this stuff, but uh, since we haven't talked about it yet, what are some characters that people might recognize you? What, what are some of the voices of characters people might recognize you by? Uh, the big ones that have happened recently are um, we have Mishima Yuki from Persona 5 and Persona 5 Royal and Persona 5 The Animation. That's cool. We got the whole trifecta. Uh, Rivali Teba in The Great Deku Tree in The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Um, Subaru Natsuki in ReZero, season two of which has uh, been airing every week since about two, three weeks ago. Uh, fun fact, the recording for that started after the pandemic stay-at-home order. So everything that you hear of me as Subaru in season two was recorded from home. Every scream, every cry, every shout, and everything less than that was all done from home wow. uh, on that new setup that I mentioned. I- I'm very, I'm very so proud just of it. Rem- just remember that every time you hear it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Every time. No. Remember the sign. Like, like, <laughs> yes. Like, no, for real. Like, it has been the perfect testing ground for my setup because um, one of the big challenges was being able to record softer lines without having to bring up the gain so much that background hums were obvious, but also being able to do screaming lines without blowing out the mic in the process. And it took several weeks of tinkering around, but we figured out something that worked for both. So everything that you hear came from my home studio, and I'm very, very proud of that. Uh, Also, Reen Schwarzer from Trails of Cold Steel, uh, one through three. Um, And in fact, shameless plug number one starting next week on thursday i am going to be streaming all of trails of cold steel one through three as we try to beat them before cold steel four comes out at the end of october so nice those are the main ones those are the main ones there's a lot of side ones there's smaller gigs but i would say if i had to pick five or six that would capture the mass majority of people uh those would be the ones that folks recognize awesome yeah uh for again for context the last time we had you on you were talking about uh what was it uh, your your, your recent role in um killer instinct as the battle toad <laughs> that's yeah. right that was the big one yeah yeah that, to me that's a that big was one. the one just before like and i think you had already done me. work with the with with zelda at that point but you obviously you it, right there's that the period of time where you're like you're super excited about something but you're like yeah i can't tell That's you why been me all this year i had to wait so long to oh yeah i also this one is more of a personal accomplishment it's not really a big deal in the mainstream media but mm. uh in final fantasy crystal chronicles remastered i voiced Nokfelna, uh meg Gage, who's the old guy in the fee in the the striped apple bandits group and stiltskin the the tour guide moogle who you mean wait, what? you're stiltskin i am stiltskin I am Stiltskin. Trust me, dude. I was That's over the one. moon. I was, Best I was, Google. I was singing. I was singing the theme song in the booth to warm my throat up. I got to interview Donna Burke the night after the release. Oh. So, it it was a great time for everybody. Um, I lost my train of thought there, but yeah. yeah. So ah, that's a great transition into the next segment of questions here, which is regarding Twitch. Like you're on Twitch quite a bit, and you mentioned Donna Burke. You did that interview on Twitch. Yeah. 
So um, what was interesting is I tuned in for that uh, as much as I could at that time. And I, like, to be completely honest, you reminded me a lot of me, kind of, in a way. In the oh. sense, in the sense that your stream had approximately seventy to eighty viewers at the time. Uh, you were working through some technical issues, but you, you know, it was live, and you did the same thing that I do, which is you just kind of work with it. Yeah. Uh, so I was like, you know, it's just it's just cool, like watching someone else go through that process. I guess kind of helps, kind of helps you feel a little validated yourself, knowing that you're not alone and that it happens to everybody. Yeah. No, Donna, Donna was real cool with it, and I guess the the blessing of an, of a situation like that is, you know, we already had a solid forty minutes of people getting to see her in high quality, mm -hmm. and it wasn't preventing us from finishing the interview as audio only, the same way that people are listening to us right now. So. In the grand scheme of things, there's like, okay, so it's a little less convenient, but it isn't preventing us from doing what we need to do. So don't worry about it too much. Yeah. And just a simple question for you. How, for you personally, how cool was that opportunity, that interview for you? Bruh, like... I remember getting harassed on the school bus because I would listen to the, th the theme song on my Sony Walkman and sing way too loud and tick off the other kids. <laughs> and now here I am in the same game as the woman who narrated the game that I grew up on. There was a similar moment. There was a similar moment. They, they announced recently about how it's been 22 years since the very first dubbed episode of the Pokemon anime aired on TV. Don't 22 make years. me feel old. Don't make years. me feel old. Okay, okay, are you ready for this? Are you ready for this? The voice of Ash on that first episode, 22 years ago, Veronica Taylor is now my co-lead in God of High School. I am, I am a working professional in an anime series as one of the three leads next to the woman whose voice I would wake up at six in the morning at the age of eight to watch. And now we're colleagues. I, How crazy is that? I couldn't even imagine that because, like, I remember waking—well, not waking up because when I would come, because Pokemon for me would come on, come on at four o'clock when I get home from school. So, like, yep. four o'clock, I would sit down, and it would be like, yep. get this Digimon trash off my screen. I want to watch Pokemon. It is surreal, and it's also really cool because it makes me think of like. You know, what if what if that's happening right now with someone who has seen stuff that I'm in? What if there's someone who's played a game that I voiced in, and in 22 years from now, <laughs> when they bring my Microsoft corpse out of the virtual graveyard to voice another role? <laughs> I'm just imagining, imagining them coming up to you and be like, "Hello, hey, hey Sean, hey Sean, do you want do you want to do another voice? How much you paying?" Hold like on, you stop out through a Jersey accent, got really me, gruff. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see if I can do it. Hello. <laughs> Welcome to the video game. I am John Giplock, professional. Every time I hear it hails. Professional voice actor. <laughs> Sean, why are you on a I, breath machine? I, I don't know why, but when I hear... <laughs> that was almost that was almost a Marge Simpson. Oh, holy. That was oh, that's more of a toad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See. 
See, you, have, you don't understand. You, you don't understand. The Marge Simpson voice is actually a vocal warm up for Death Corps creators. I'm not kidding you. Because the Marge Simpson voice sets up the soft palette so that you can be able to like manipulate it easier and you can kind of get used to it. So, like, you'll sometimes be like, I've been hearing like conversations with a lot of people who are doing voice work uh, in the metalcore scheme, and they'll just like start breaking down into like just randomly just make a joke so just so they can make a Marge Simpson voice <laughs> to warm up. I'm not kidding you. This is a real thing. The Toad too. I've also heard Toad. It's don't so worry, weird. Toby, I don't... I'll grunge with you. <laughs> oh, how me. Oh, homie. DMJ, you found your co-vocalist. <laughs> we all have to. We all have to I take did... turns now. It's the law. Every one of us has to do our our best. We all made a weird voice. Oh, we all did a oh, weird, God, weird to, uh... voice. We all Everybody's have to do it. it. Let's go. Hold on. Every let me, let me look Let's in the order. Let me look in order. We have to do from top to bottom on the voice call. So who's first? DMJ. DMJ, DMJ oh, go. Oh, homie. Lunar. Oh, homie. Nano. Oh, homie! Oh, I can't. Oh, homie! Oh, homie! Zara. Why do I have to fall off? Shot? <laughs> okay, that's just that's just Marge Simpson trying to talk while drinking cough syrup. <laughs> out of out of uh, freaking breath. <laughs> You're listening to Gensokyo Radio. Right. Uh, what was the what was the other voice I tried to do? Carl fun, Weezer. That's fun fact. That a lot of fun fact. Uh, this is a leak, but Marge Simpson is a playable character in the next Toho fighting game. Her hitbox is her hair. <laughs> <laughs> All I'm imagining no, no, is have you have you seen have you seen that gif of Marge Simpson like doing that punching motion, and yes. that's just the sprite. <laughs> I just imagined that as the sprite. <laughs> nah, no, 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 no. Her hair is not a hitbox. It's a it's an attack box. That's just yeah. active at all times. Yeah, it's just, it's like it's like when you do that. If it's like when you do the infinite sword glitch in uh, Ocarina of Time and you pull out the uh, Deku stick, it's like that. <laughs> oh all right. my god! Did you know? Uh, I learned earlier today that apparently uh, Donna Burke had also done the English voice announcement for the Shinkansen for some of the routes. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. I had no idea. And so, like, I, I read that this morning, and I watched a YouTube video of someone, like, on the Shinkans, and I'm like, yeah, I've heard that voice before. Dang, that's cool. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. That's also another parallel with Sean, because didn't he do something at Disney Parks for that, like that? Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, China Disneyland. I'm I'm the voice of one of the guys on the Western ride. Please keep your arms, feet, and legs inside the ride at all times. We'll get you partners moseying in just a minute. So. so there's another parallel. That's awesome. That's really cool, though. <laughs> All right. Uh, on Twitch, I've tried doing streaming before outside of these shows. Like, it's a two-hour show, and to be honest, like, I've, I've done five-hour shows. Like, Live Number 50, the last one you were on, was a five-hour show, and it kind of just... Anytime I go beyond two hours, it really just kills my voice for like not just the rest of the evening or whatever but sometimes for the next day or two how on earth is it that you of all people with what you do can get through doing 
Twitch streaming, like kind of, you know, talking with everyone who's watching and, and through what you're playing and stuff, as well as all of the regular, I guess, gigs and other voice work that you, you do. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, I just want to start with this. He mentions how can I do three to four hours of streaming, but on the release night of Crystal Chronicles, I was like, I'm going to play it all night because it came out at 9 p.m. and just see how far I can get. Yeah. But by morning, I was really close to the end of the game. So we decided let's go for it. And I forgot that if you go to the last area as soon as you can, you are severely under leveled. And so just getting to the boss takes like an hour and the boss itself has five phases that each take 30 minutes. I played and beat Crystal Chronicles in a single 19-hour continuous stream. The VOD is up in full. It is 18 hours and 57 minutes. But you can watch me play from start to absolute finish of Crystal Chronicles in a single 19-hour stream. <laughs> which is is madness to me so i again i reiterate how how do you handle that then this is this is totally like an endurance question um is it I'm just sorry. do you, do so you is it is it genetics is it hydration is you know like uh well the very the very basis of it is what what got me into streaming was because i had been interested in trying out streaming for years because the foundation was you know I, I have these moments when I'm playing games that are really fun and I want to be able to share it with other people. It was literally just, hey, as long as I'm playing this, I want to be able to stream it. And if people want to watch, then they can watch, you know, like like any time, like if you're chilling at a friend's house and they're playing video games and you watch them play. Um, and so that's a big reason why I've been pushing for partner is because right now, most of the stress that I experience from streaming isn't doing that on top of voiceover because i've already i've already adapted my work routine i found a routine that works for me and it's not even about interacting with fans because it's easy to provide content for three to four hours when you literally have gameplay that people can watch mm -hmm. there are times when i don't say anything and we just watch what happens in the game the biggest source of stress is that i've been trying to hit the last metric to get partnered which is to have an average of 75 viewers over the, a 30-day period because there are all sorts of perks that you get access to as a partner, and it's I one know. of those... It's a one-time milestone. You don't lose partnership if you earn it and then dip below 75 average. It's a you just need to hit it and be qualified and get the title, and then you have it as long as you stay active. It doesn't matter your view count. So I really want to hit partner so that I can stop caring about how many people show up to my streams. Well, hold on. It's not just... Okay, so... I'm sorry to say this, but partner is also a really big milestone for the viewers, because I don't know if you know this, Sean, but what? on the other on the other end, um, if you don't have a partner status, your viewers cannot change their source requirements on the video. So if they're watching on mobile, they're locked to whatever they can get, and they could get like they could like for me at work, I can't watch any streams that aren't partner. I had no idea because because I'm locked to whatever you set your source requirements to. I so if it's no 720p, idea. well, guess what? I'm buffering every five seconds for <sighs> 20 seconds. I had it's no idea. it's impossible for me to watch. So, so I'm both excited and really worried because the other two metrics, which are number of days streamed in a given month and hours streamed, uh, I, I, I hit those in spades. They're not even a, a concern. But 
the Crystal Chronicles week was an extremely good week for me. Like that 19 hour stream never dipped below 110 people. Dang. But I'm scared because if I can't keep that momentum going for the next week or two, then that Crystal Chronicles is gonna, that, that seven day period is gonna fall off the 30 day metric. Yeah. And if that falls off, I don't know when I'm gonna get another chance like that. Yeah. So like, I, I I do not want to be someone who chases numbers, but like this is kind of my half uh, my half desperate plea. Please consider checking out the stream. Help me hit partner. I don't care if you sub. I don't need your money. I don't want your money. I just want partnership so that I can stream whenever I want to stream and not give a crap about if there's four people or forty or four hundred. Please, yeah, I'm begging you. That, that yeah. What is the link that people can go to sub or to, to watch I you? Literally, I literally just typed it out in general, so I'm glad that we have the same thing. And in fact, All right, cool. right after right after I leave uh, this, which I'm going to have to do within the next five to ten minutes, uh, today's stream is the second to last episode of um, the Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney live dub playthrough. We are record. We are live dubbing every single line of dialogue that shows up in the game as I play through it blind. And every time I present the wrong evidence, I have to give out a gift sub. So on on that note, you give out a lot on Twitch. Like I ha I am subbed to your channel because someone else gifted it to me. Fun fact, fun fact, during the week of, and also, let me ask ahead of time, it's not bothering you that this has basically turned into, like, a self-plug, does I, it? Because this is supposed to be about Gensokyo Radio. You're on here, so go for it. Okay, all right, as long as you're cool with it. Uh, my total payment for recording on Crystal Chronicles uh, when I did the work was $800 before taxes. I have given out at least $1,100 in gift subs and copies of the game during the week that I streamed it. So I gave out more on that game than I actually earned working on it. And that's that's something I do. Whenever we finish a game and take it off the schedule, I give out a gift copy to thank the people who are watching. I give out gift subs like they're candy. The money from Twitch does not matter to me. It's about the experience. <laughs> I even have a line in my notes that, that says that you mentioned that on stream, how you basically just, it's just there for the viewers and it's there for the experience. Ha Half of every paycheck I get from Twitch immediately goes to my mod team. I pay my mods half of what I earn every month, and they can vouch for that. Dang. Oh, that's neat. I wish I could do that. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> Everyone else like... <laughs> well, now you're just showing Daniel's me like, up, Sean. Get paid? My, my Wait, you have a mod team? Uh, I, I, didn't, I didn't think about that that one what's gonna um, happen now <laughs> yeah all everyone listening in general hey are you are you accepting applications for your mod team uh -huh. yeah <clears throat> man all right um let's hit the lightning round because we're in the last 10 minutes here okay where is waldo he's the one who started the gender reveal party so he's in hiding for a very good reason <laughs> oh. was it was it him was it him though it was him it was the him. world's on fire mm. okay uh favorite headphones um oh man probably the mm. ones i'm wearing right now because they are so worn out that every piece of of the the black leather or whatever it was uh, has completely fallen off. It's yep. just the fabric underneath, and I still wear them. Yeah. Like, w twice a year, the ear cuff 
falls off and I have to slowly put it back in. And I, I've, I still refuse to throw it out. I just keep wearing it. It's just more comfortable. Yeah, same, same with the headphones I'm wearing right now, actually. I, I would be wearing my other headphones, my nicer ones, but um, I wear them so often that the audio cable on the left channel, um, like, doesn't, there's something wrong yep. with the wiring, so I have to buy a new yep. one. Which is great because they're detachable, so at least I can do that. Uh, anyway, I digress. Um, when you stream, you have a lot of little plushies behind you on the couch or wherever you're sitting. So, yeah. do you have a favorite Pokemon? Uh, my team of six that I always bring up to people is Luxray, Pidgeot, Espeon, Miss Magius, uh, Gudra, and who's the last one? I always forget the last one. Uh, it, those are the main five, but I, I love them. Oh, probably uh, Delphox. Delphox is my favorite starter. So. Um, I'm gonna see if I can get a giant panorama photo that I can share while we answer more questions. You know, these are lightning questions, so they're pretty. It's very little time on my end and more time on your end. But uh, yes, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna hold the microphone while I take this giant photo. Okay. Uh, speaking of microphones, do you have a favorite? Uh, I don't know enough enough about microphones to pick a favorite. That's fair. But I'm just grateful if it gets the work done, then it's a favorite. Cool. Yeah, I figured that's kind of what that would be. All right. Going back to the roots here in Gensoku Radio Stage 5, I want you to rate the following from 1 to 10. This is going to be kind of difficult for you, but I think you can do it. You ready? I can't count, but go ahead. Chicken vegetable rotini. Chicken vegetable. Is that a soup? That is a soup. These are all soups, by the um, way. It has noodles, so 7 out of 10. Santa Fe-style chicken. Uh, six out of ten. Uh, okay, chicken tortilla. Uh, three, three out of When's ten. When's the stream come to? And, you know, I I would play these on my soundboard if. Oh, actually, actually, there it is. Oh darn it! They can't hear 10 it. Ten out of ten. Ten out of ten. I gotta play that again for folks who didn't hear it. Steak burger. There you go. Yes, uh, ten out of ten by itself. 12 out of 10 uh, if you add spicy sauce or, or habanero. Dang. Yeah, hot sauce. Cool. Um. Oh my goodness, this is going to be difficult. Rivali or Subaru? Oh, uh, oh, picking between them? That's just what it says. It's just what's written down. Dang, this is a hard one. They're both extremely important to me for different reasons. Yeah, and that's a good enough answer. I'm not going to make you choose. Um, it... uh, well, they both die, so like... <laughs> oh. <laughs> Ew, spoiler alert. Um, I would say Subaru, just because he's forced me to have to face a lot of insecurities about my own life, and he's also been one of the few roles where I am incredibly proud of everything that I've done for him. Like, where, where you can show me a clip from, like, season one, and no matter what clip you show, I'll probably really enjoy what I did for my performance, and that's super rare for me. So, Subaru. That's cool. All right. And I know it's been a while since you've been in this space, but do you have, like, when you think of Toho or Toho characters in general, is there one that comes to mind? Do you have a favorite? Um, so I don't know much about the character, but I mentioned it earlier. Uh, because of Kasen's theme in Urban Legend and Limbo, the Battlefield of Hanahazama is like my favorite Toho track that I have heard within the last year. 
Like, I, I love the note scales or the note ladders. So solid choice, by the I way. Love, I love the buildup. It's it's such a good theme. I'm gonna, I, I don't know if I already linked it in general, but I'm gonna link it again. Just every time I'm driving down, uh, coming, or when I would come back from the Rare Studio session, Instantly, I'd be like, just, it's so good. It's so good. I love it to death. All right. Our last giveaway is available in our giveaways channel and Discord. If you're not there, it's the last one you can get, discord.gg slash gr. Again, a big thank you to Sean for providing those five copies that we are giving out to folks. Yeah. Tell, tell you what, tell you what, here's my incentive for you guys to visit. Mm. I will I will give out another... <sighs> if I hit partner before the end of this month, I will give out another 10. Wow. Because that will, that will be a massive... No, I, I was going to say another 5, but I'm not even going to kid myself. It would be such a massive weight off of my shoulders if I hit partner and wouldn't have to think about this anymore. So if I can hit partner before the end of this month, before the end of September, I will I will purchase another 10 copies of the CD for you guys to give out. Oh, man. You, okay. So, like, Dreaming. I knew, I, so sales, I'll be honest, have been kind of slow. So I have six physical copies in my possession right now, but I will print more and we will make it happen if we can make partner happen. If people want it digitally, you can just give it to them digitally as well. But it's, I will make good on that promise. Like, it is free digitally. So anyone can just pick it up if you're interested in listening. If you want the physical disc, just I'm just putting it out. By the way, if you want to support the channel, you don't have because I, I know you guys are still are, you guys are still gonna be talking more after this, right? Or is this the end of the of this, the show? This is towards the end. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, if you guys are willing to check out my channel, feel free. Yes, I I will be. Um, after this, I have. I can't do anything fun. I have a bunch of schoolwork because I'm going to. I've got my last couple of years, and I'm working on my bachelor's. So, hey man, congratulations! Seriously, Thanks. legitimate. Like it, it, it is incredibly hard to do that just by itself, but to be doing it in the middle of such a tumultuous time in this country and the world in general, I am incredibly proud of you. Yeah. Fun fact: uh, I have a communications course. It's all about public speaking and stuff. Uh, and so, as you can imagine, they tried to get that to be an in-person course. So that is the one in-person class, you know, everyone's all masks on and everything, of course, and everyone's like 20 feet apart. I'm kind of exaggerating, but that's what it felt like. Um, and then the next week after that, or actually, oh no, it wasn't even the next week. Um, a couple days later, my instructor had to isolate and the class is now 100% online, so. But you got that course down, right? Yeah. <laughs> right, Winner? <laughs> I, you know, I figure with like the nine or so years of experience just talking on this program that I probably kind of have it in the bag. You know, we've done a handful of panels and things. I've, I've talked to people publicly. If you couldn't tell, if you're listening to this, you are one of the audience members. <laughs> so, yeah, you are one of my victims. Yeah. <laughs> Also, I, I will try. I will try and do something special for you guys, for the Toho community in general. Uh, next month is going to be super crazy between doing Trails of Cold Steel one through three and uh, Super Mario 3D All Stars. But I think after we finish up that block, I normally don't stream on Tuesdays. But I'm going to see if I can do Toho Tuesday Marathon, where I start with Imperishable Night and play through every mainline Toho game in the same stream. 
Have it'll, fun. It'll probably be on normal mode, but I, I want to see if I can do that just so that people can see my love for this franchise as a whole. That'd be really cool and definitely an incentive for our fans out there. So, yeah. <clears throat> and, and every t- every time every time I uh, every time I die, I have to give a, gift a sub at the end of the stage. That'll be fun. <laughs> that would be. Yeah. No. You say things like that, and like you're you're kind of crazy, but it's it's a good crazy. So I mean, keep going. I mean, two episodes of Ace Attorney ago, I had to give out twenty gift subs <laughs> because I was that bad oh, at presenting no. evidence. Oh my gosh! Don't your don't your viewers like help you, or are they trying to work against you? No, no, no! You? No backseat gaming is allowed. Oh, I will find people out who spoil it for oh, me. Oh, okay. Well, I guess that's fair to you then. So, dang. No. All right. All right. Cool. Well, with that said, thank you guys. Thank you so much. It really was fun being back. It's clear that you guys have have grown so much in how you host these. Like this was this was really well put together. So great job, genuinely. Yes. And I'm glad that I could be back for this. And I'm glad that we could be back in touch. Um, I'm gonna hop over and start setting up because uh, <laughs> these these live dub streams go on for really long. If you guys decide to check it out, cool. If not, I appreciate you hearing me out anyway. Um, and good luck, you guys, with the with the future of the site. Great, thank you, Sean. By the Very way, good. it's not just a site yeah. anymore. We have a mobile app. If you have an Android, oh device. yeah, that's right. <laughs> tell them about it. Yeah. Uh, what? Tell me. Tell them about it. They already kind of yeah, know. Yeah. Tell but, them about it. Uh, Gensoki Radio on Android, uh, the the Google Play Store. Uh, you can listen to our uh, past shows that way. The station is twenty four seven, so we're always playing something online. And if you just want to look up information about various songs, or if you want to rate a song, if you're listening, you can do all of that through the app. And if you're interested in supporting the artists, like actually getting physical copies of stuff, we link to some of the uh, Japanese Dojin stores websites so that it's just a little like helper to kind of push you in the right direction. Everything after that's kind of on you, but hey, you know, it's a it's a start. So you can check that out again, Gensoki Radio on, on the Google Play Store and Android. All right, I'm out of here, guys. Thank you very much. Thank you, Sean. Thank you. Bye, Sean. Bye, everybody. Bye. Oh, homie. (laughs) And with that, thank you, everyone, uh, for joining, for listening tonight. Thank you to Sean once again, even though he's not here. DMJ Nano Zara was a good one, right? We had had a good time. Yeah, we had a good time. Good time. Party down. Yeah. If you're still listening to us live, you can listen to this show again in about a week after it comes out on our, well, you can you can look it up on our website or our mobile app, as we just said. Or if you don't want to wait and you want to get early access to it, you can get a perk like that along with some other extras if you want to help support the folks who actually keep the station running sort of behind the scenes uh, over at patreon.com slash 3x7. And that will help support the people who run Gensoki Radio people like well me and you know if we get enough support maybe i too can pay my mods and staff members that'd be great i'm that would be i'm happy for, I'm, I'm real i'm real happy for sean but like wow he, he is a super generous dude yeah he is all right that's gonna be it for this one we have a lot of things that i wanted to cover but man it was a really dense show this time around and we're happy you all I mean, joined us for it i mean it's sean it is Sean. You we knew it was gonna be dead. We knew it was gonna be you you put Sean and DMJ together. Guys, like I didn't say it when he was here, but I've been working for over a year to get this show to happen. I talked to Sean at AGDQ last year in person. I met him for, for dinner. We had it was like Taco Libre or something in, in Bloomington. 
and um it was fun but like i told him at the time yeah like i want to get this show done and, and sean was super like up to the idea he was like yeah let's do it let's do the show um and we're it's been over a year and now it's finally happening and that's because we have dmj around i just i wanted this show to happen so much and it finally happened and i'm i'm really happy the way it turned out so thanks for being here dmj <laughs> oh i'm still going to be here uh, it's not like i'm leaving yeah Hey, good luck on the apartment stuff. <laughs> well, yeah, dude, totally. When the new when the new studio comes up, you're gonna get a oh, uh, way better uh, Louisville studio for sure. It's gonna be small, but it's it's gonna be a way better studio for sure. Like, right. It will be a major upgrade. Yeah. MJ, when when we gonna stream silliness? Uh, when I can figure out a good time. I really want to stream silliness. All right. We're still alive. Um, if this show is ending, but go check out Sean on on uh, Twitch. Let me just enter in. Yeah, it's twitch.tv slash Sonic Mega. Just, just go watch him. He needs that little extra boost. When he says he's really close to partner, it's literally, th he needs 75, he's at 74. So go watch him on Twitch. Get him to partner. And hey, um, I'm going to hold him to it. If we, If he gets to it by the end of this month, 10 more free copies to you guys which also helps support the station so it's all good around so all right we are still live i'm going to close it now so thanks all for joining i'm lunar for dmj nano and zara and sean thanks again for joining us we'll talk to you in the next one till then <laughs> <laughs>